Good morning and welcome to episode 4 of Sleep Right to Live Right and I'm Ignatius Raphael, your deep sleep and longevity coach. Today we are going to be discussing about the TDS of sleep. TDS of sleep. You would have heard the word TDS, right? Typically it's used with uh, water. So the TDS of water should be just right for human consumption. If it is too less, it's not safe for us. If it is too much, it is not safe for us. So just for an idea, distilled water, which is supposed to be pure water, would have a TDS of 0 to 5, that is 0 to 5 parts per million. This is not safe for human consumption. Distilled water does not have any minerals in it, which is useful for human beings, for them to live. At the same time, the seawater, seawater would have a TDS of something like 30,000, 35,000 or more because it's extremely salty and uh, that is just not safe for human consumption. Human beings can drink anything from 50 to 120 or 150. 50 to 150 TDS is considered safe for human consumption. So it is a range where you cannot go too less or too more, too much more. So you need the right balance for you to survive. The right TDS of water is required for you on a daily basis for you to be able to survive. Same is with sleep. You cannot have too little, you cannot have too much. You need the right amount, the optimum amount, which would allow you to survive, repair yourself, rejuvenate, replenish, and come back well the next morning. So what is the TDS of sleep that we need to aim for, to achieve? Because just like in the cities or any human habitation, People look at whether we have portable water, water which human beings can consume safely. And there, is, there are processing plants which ensures that the water we drink is safe for human consumption. So it's being measured and only that amount is allowed for human consumption. That's how we can survive and that's how we thrived as a human race. Same is it with sleep. We've had a natural uh, evolution which brought us the right amount of sleep till probably just a few decades ago or more, I mean to be more, uh, you know, accurate, probably a hundred, hundred and fifty years ago. That is after the advent of electricity where we could light up our homes and our cities like daylight. I mean, we don't, we didn't miss the sun. So we were able to replace sunlight with artificial light and recreate it so that our body was being fooled into thinking it is daytime and not nighttime. We are actually fooling our body into assuming that it is daytime. 
and because of which we are able to stay awake longer and longer and that has caused the biggest epidemic in the human race epidemic of sleep deprivation where we are ourselves reducing our lifespan increasing our uh, ability to f- fall ill a susceptibility to illness we are increasing our chances of getting mental and emotional issues our stress levels are going through the roof all the reasons of death which is attributed in the last few decades is due to lifestyle diseases not so much like 200 years ago death would be due to violence or accident more often than not you are either killed in a fight a war or um, some act of violence or you fell down a ravine or you know so it was accidents which killed killed us not uh, per se a deterioration of our body the deterioration of our body is happening now because of our lifestyle because of our inactive lifestyle our ability to stay awake far beyond what we are supposed to be staying awake and the stress that we bring on to us because of social media work play uh, peer pressure and so many other things which is part of our social life today social and work life today so we we filled our hours so much that the need for more awake hours has increased dramatically and since we have the ability to prevent ourselves from falling asleep either using coffee or other substances or different uh, stressors and pressure tactics which keeps us awake we push our awake hours further and further into our supposedly sleep hours so we we have the ability to expand our awake hours at the cost of damage to our body mind and emotions because why damage because that is when during sleep is when the repair happens and we are not giving enough repair rest and recovery time and so the damage kind of this is why i call this an epidemic all these diseases of diabetes and hypertension heart attacks alzheimers dementia most of these lifestyle diseases the root cause is our lifestyle habits that's why it's called lifestyle diseases so it's not an infection which is caught you it is a lifestyle disease which you created yourself into yourself so it's not genetic okay so Uh, doctors try and look for genetic markers it is not an exact science otherwise they could clearly mark out who's going to get cancer who's going to get diabetes and they could uh, actually predict it much earlier but that's not possible so it is our environment which create within ourselves that creates it and that we created by a wrong tds of sleep so coming back to tds what does it stand for T stands for the timing, the timing of your sleep. In tomorrow's episode, I'll go further in depth into this.
T stands for timing. When you get to bed, number one, first timing. Second is within what time you get to sleep. That is your sleep latency. So this timing needs to be right for you to get the best benefit of sleep. Otherwise you are getting a reduced benefit and there is going to be a continual harm being done to your body because of the choices you are making. The choice of tinkering with the tea. The timing. Okay. So when you tinker with the timing, we pay a price for it. And the price is more medical costs, more pain, uh, truncated life, shortened life, and uh, reduce. I mean, this is a number of downsides is huge. We can talk more about it tomorrow. So first is the timing. Second is the duration. D stands for duration. The duration of sleep has evolved over uh, a million years and the right duration has was uh, followed till we discovered electricity and now more so till we discovered social media and the 24 hour work life prevalent because of the internet. So this D if we don't get it right, we will pay the price. And today on Google and other uh, social media platforms, you find so much conflicting information. And if you're, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you tend towards having more awake hours, you tend to believe those who claim that they're able to sleep less. So, Whatever your internal belief system is, or whatever you're oriented towards, you choose those opinions and you pick it up. It's not scientific opinion. It's an opinion of a person, of few people who are able to, who claim they are able to live with less amount of sleep. Scientists have found that any, for those who claim that they get six hours of sleep, when they put them through laboratory conditions, they find that the actual sleep time is more than that. People underestimate the amount of time they sleep. <laughs> so this is the nature of sleep. They don't know when they are sleeping also, a lot of times. Okay, so they think they are awake, but they are actually asleep. So in a laboratory condition, you will be able to actually get the right timing of sleep. Let's not look at, fit, uh, at uh, you know wearables and others, which gives time because they are not accurate. The accuracy percentage of different devices are anywhere from 30 to 75-80%. It is not at 95-100%. It's not laboratory accuracy. So we underestimate the time that we've actually slept. And so we think and when we say it out in public and there are others who are willing to believe it, then this uh, social hypnosis takes place where, okay, Six hours is enough, seven hours is enough, five hours is enough, whatever. And then you subject your body to that much of time only. You, you force your body to make do with that much time. So your duration gets affected and it backfires on you. So D stands for duration. 
S stands for satisfaction levels. The satisfaction level where you feel when you open your eyes. Do you wake up one without an alarm? So that means your body has got its full sleep. Two, are you fully energized and you are able to get out of bed within five minutes? That is, you spend some time in gratitude or some inward work, not turning around and going back to sleep. That is not inward work. So you spend some time in certain uh, inward looking activity which helps you to come fully awake and pay gratitude and uh, you know, prepare yourself for the day and come out. So if you have such a practice, you may take 5 minutes or 10 minutes in bed, but you're awake. You're not trying to get back to sleep. So when you wake up, you're fully awake and you get out of bed within 5-10 minutes and you start your day. You're energetic. So S is the satisfaction levels when you wake up. How alert you are when you wake up. How alert you are during the day. The satisfaction of your energy levels through the day. You are not sleepy at odd times. You are able to chug along with the same energy till in the evening or late night when it is time to get back into bed. That's when it starts flagging the energy. So in which case your satisfaction levels of your sleep is good. So TDS stands for timing, timing when you went to bed and within how many minutes you slept after getting into bed, that's timing. D is duration of your sleep and S is for satisfaction levels of your sleep. So in today's episode, I've just introduced you to TDS and how important it is for our survival, let alone our ability to thrive. Tomorrow we'll go deeper into these three aspects, the TDS of our sleep. Till then, thank you for listening in. I'm Ignatius Rafael, the Deep Sleep Coach. and look forward to catching you up again tomorrow. And please keep your comments flowing in. Looking forward to hear from you. My contact details are shared. You can just Google me. You will find me, Ignatius Rafael, the Deep Sleep and Longevity Coach. Bye. Take care.